What happens when fear grips you so tightly that you feel like you're choking? You feel that you are going to collapse and sometimes even vanish. That is the kind of fear that many of us have experienced one time or the other, whether it's in relation to what we have experienced or something that is impacting our loved ones, such as our children, our spouse or people in our environment. I know that fear can also be a force that pushes you to do the uncomfortable. Fear can push you to actually strive for more. So fear might not necessarily be a bad thing. And that's what we're going to be talking to about today. I am Dr. Duni. I am the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And today it's fear. I know, I know nobody really wants to talk about fear because even talking about fear makes some people fearful, but we all experience it. And one thing I've noticed is when there is something that is so impactful on our lives, maybe something that occurs frequently and we don't talk about it. Unfortunately, the problem is it makes us feel like we we don't have the ability to control the situation. We don't have the ability to learn from the situation or grow from the situation. So we cower. Our body is meant to help us. It helps to keep us alive. And it has been for millennia. And that's why we are still here. And the dinosaurs are not. That's why we're still here. And all the other extinct creatures are not because they could not survive the different changes in life. So fear is not a bad thing. It actually keeps us alive. Most times you see a child and the child is just playing with everything and picking up everything, putting everything in their mouth. But because you have had an experience of maybe being hurt, you might actually say to the child, don't do that. Stop that. How many of you have done that? Me, I've done it many times. Don't do that. Stop it. No, don't jump. Don't run. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's something about motherhood. Motherhood is beautiful, but there's sometimes that you need to put yourself forward. And unfortunately, you almost seem like the bad guy. I remember when I was growing up, my father traveled a lot and it was beautiful when he was around because he was just an epic person. He would, we would play games. We would watch movies. We would analyze things. He loved analyzing things and I loved analyzing things. So by all means, yeah, great combo. And it was great because we all had fun. But my mom, she was also fun loving, but there were times she needed to say, Hey, stop that. No, don't do that. So to a large extent, she had a lot of rules and regulations being put into place and we felt stifled. We felt like, oh, mommy's not letting us have fun. Now that I'm a mother, I understand <laughs> because many of us, perhaps you're already thinking, mm, yeah, this sounds like what I'm experiencing. You want to be the fun mom, but as a fun mom, you kind of don't do what you know you're meant to do because your children are not going to be right all the time. Sometimes you need to tell them off. Sometimes you need to give them an order. And this is not you being a, an autocratic parent or a parent that is just imposing their will on their child, but it is you being a caring parent. Sometimes we are driven by fear, fear of what could potentially happen 
or maybe not happen. Fear because something has happened based on our past experience and we don't want it to happen to our child. And so we need to have a look at how we view fear. The fear that caused a mother, a quite fragile looking woman to stand in the front of a car that was aiming at her children and stop it from hitting her children. The kind of fear that makes you run like flash and catch a child that is about to trip, fall and hit his head on the edge of a table. That is fear. And it has done that great thing. The kind of fear that enables you to say, I am leaving an abusive relationship. The kind of fear that makes you say, I want a better life. I am jumping into entrepreneurship. Maybe this has happened to you before. Maybe this is something that you have not thought about. Or maybe they have happened in a different way in your life. Funny enough, I've experienced all of them. (laughs) And uh, I have to say, fear has been an exciting journey. And you may be wondering, Dr. Dini, really exciting? That is terrifying. (laughs) And um, I agree that it is terrifying. But you see, the way you look at things dictate how you react to them or respond to them. You know, I'm always talking about responding rather than reacting. When you react, you kind of go with your primitive automatic response, which is the fight, flight, flee response. There's nothing wrong with that. It has kept us alive. But the issue now is, are you thriving? Are you making a difference in your life? Whenever you're at that level of reaction, yes, you might get yourself out of danger, but then after that, you're stuck. When my father passed away, there were many things I was doing on that fear basis. And yes, it helped me to survive in that moment. But after that, I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I did not have the resourcefulness to do something about it because I was so blocked by the fear that it did not allow me to think outside the box or even think like there was no box. And for that reason, while fear is great in the moment, sometimes you need to change the way you look at fear. So today I'm going to also share with you a few things that helped me as I navigated through the levels of fear. Now, funny enough, I don't do any form of martial arts. Okay, I'll reframe that. You know how you watch like Karate Kid? I watched all that growing up, Kung Fu this and Karate that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to do Jack, nothing. But I was fascinated by what I saw. So when I was told that I could break through wood, I thought to myself, nah, I mean, it takes a lot of training to be able to do that. I can't break through wood. I'll probably break my hand in the process. And it's not something I had to do, but it was something that was symbolic for me. It's something I chose to do. And I'll talk about the reason why I'm saying it that way. So it was one of these um, great events. It was a ring by, it was um, organized by Tony Robbins. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Unleash the Power Within. You are usually 
um, in a situation whereby you do one or two things that actually take you out of your comfort zone or quite a few things that take you out of your comfort zone. So in this case, it was, of course, in the heart of the pandemic and I was supposed to break through wood. And of course, the exciting one, of course, out of the pandemic and in live sessions is when you walk on fire. How many people have walked on fire? If this is an experience you want to have, you want to really go for that event because my goodness, walking on fire can be terrifying, but you would see that you can actually do it. So back to what I was talking about in relation to your attitude towards fear, how you perceive fear. Fear, yes, it's there. And sometimes you really can't do much about it. Or can you? You can look at fear in a different way. There's a lovely quote. I love that quote so much. It's by Wayne Dyer. It says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. If you're so fearful about a situation and you're thinking it's going to engulf me, it's going to engulf me, it's going to cause problem for me. And you now decide, okay, you know what? It's not going to engulf me. Maybe it's not going to cause problems for me. But I can see that this is a new adventure. It changes the way you've changed the way you looked at it. And so it changes. It's so powerful, our mind. And that's why I think, look, you might be experiencing certain things, but you, your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, they're all connected in an amazing way that when you start one, you can shift the other. And I'm going to tell you the different things you can do in those different uh, aspects of your being that can actually shift you from being paralyzed by fear to being empowered through fear. Okay. So the first thing was that mind, your mindset. How are you viewing fear? What interpretation are you giving to it? Okay, those are certain things that you can do and say, hey, oh, I'm about to maybe go on stage. I know lots of people are afraid of public speaking. Thankfully, um, I wouldn't say I'm not afraid of public speaking, but I'm not paralyzed by that fear. But the first time I went on the stage, I remember I was a child. I think I was about four or five. I was being presented with an award for, um, it was like a double promotion. So if you perhaps were very good academically, you received the um, promotion into the next class by the end of the first term. And then later the year you received another promotion, the regular promotion, of course, if you did well. And uh, so in one year you would receive two promotions. So I got that and I was really young at that time and had to um, go on this stage in front of the whole school. (laughs) It was quite intimidating. And I remember walking down that stage and my shoe came off my (laughs) leg and I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Uh oh, do I um, go back and pick up the shoe? So you know what I did? I hopped on one leg collected my prize, said thank you, and hopped back to my shoe. Uh, That was a fearful experience. And for a long time, I tried to avoid the stage. But now I'm here speaking to you. I go on stages, speaking all over the world, talking about this great thing that we as humans, as mothers, need to look into, our well-being. And I'm I'm so blessed to be able to do that, considering what happened to me on stage when I was little. 
So when you look at things differently, rather than saying, oh, it's debilitating, you say, oh, it's exciting, a new adventure. Wow, let's look into it. This is exciting. It changes your attitude and your perspective. Okay. The second thing, which is very, very useful is belief. Now, belief comes from your ability to know that there's something bigger than you. Now, many people perhaps maybe don't have a religious affiliation, and this has nothing to do with a religious affiliation. It comes from you remembering that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. Whenever I focus on myself as, oh, okay, this is happening. Oh, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. And I rely on my strength. I get drained, burnt out, fatigued. But whenever I say, okay, I've got these things to do. However, I would like to get um, guidance. I would like to see, oh, should I do this? Can I do it differently? Um, Lord, give me strength. So some people do that in prayer. Some people do it in meditation. That spiritual awareness can make you feel that you can do what you think you can't do. Fear is one of the critical things that we experience. Sometimes it's fear of failure, fear of criticism. Sometimes it's fear of not being good enough. But when you have a spiritual connection, knowing that you are not by yourself, you're not alone, you're not the solo person running your life, but you have a great connection to God or you have that guidance, then that fear becomes not as debilitating. In short, as a matter of fact, spiritually, you feel, okay, I may have this fear now, but I know I can do it. And so that spiritual um, guidance comes through. So that's one very important thing. So whether you're going in prayer or you're going in some form of meditation, it is very important for us to not forget our spiritual connection and our spiritual essence. You are unlimited. And because you are unlimited, or let's put it a different way, you are limitless your possibilities are infinite. Your ability to do things are infinite. Don't cage yourself. I can't do it because of what? Okay. So that is the spiritual element. Now, <laughs> the emotional element is the part that we need to kind of think about. Now, of course, emotion, fear is an emotion. Fear is an emotion. And if you look at the vibrations that fear brings is actually quite a low vibration type of emotion. However, you can connect your thought process, your thinking, you know, the first part where you view things differently. You can combine that with your spiritual essence where you think, look, this is leading me somewhere. I've got guidance. I am not alone. I've got help. <laughs> okay. That can help you to transcend from the lower vibration of fear to that of hope, to that of faith. And that can be done in a split second. You and I can do it. And so being crippled by fear is not something I want us to experience, but it's something that we can actually utilize to grow. So fear is not a bad thing. 
And what I've found very useful, and actually I, when I coach mothers, I tell them about this particular thing, is that when you look at fear and say, oh, bad, 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 sometimes it becomes worse. With the emotional well-being and the emotional aspect of our being, your opportunity to make this better or make this work for you is when you embrace fear. Now you heard me right. Embrace fear. Say, hey, I see you. I understand you, but let's do this. Let's do this differently. Let's change our perspective. I hope that makes sense. When you embrace fear, you are becoming someone that is getting a clearer vision. So rather than you being at that level of panic and primitive survival mode, you are engaging your higher centers in terms of your brain. I will get to physical in a moment, but in terms of engaging your brain, you are tuning in into a loving. You're moving from fear to love. You're moving from fear to understanding, from fear to belief. Can you see such an energy change can transform that fear of whatever it is you're experiencing, whether it's public speaking, criticism, or fear of getting it wrong to, oh, okay, if I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. That's absolutely fine. I'm happy either way. Okay. And that's one thing that we can use on a daily basis. I use that quite a lot. Sometimes I'm so terrified. And, you know, when you're so um, scared that you start to cry, you're like, I don't know what to do. Sometimes I've been there. Oh my goodness. Wow. Tell me about it. And sometimes you actually in that state of um, crying. But what I found is that when I finish that shedding of the tears, which I think is a, a very important thing, I see clearly. I see those tears as like a um, windscreen wash. So it washes so that I can see clearly. Okay, now that I've cried out and cleared all the muck, now let's see. How can we make this work? What is coming up for me? What can I do differently? How can I use this to make that change? How can I use this to move forward? So it's so important that we think about that. So embracing the fear can come with, okay, I see you, I hear you, boy, let's move together. Let's move forward, okay? Or if you're too terrified to move forward, I'll move ahead, I'll drag you along. (laughs) So whichever works for you. So these are certain things, and I hope this is making sense. I know sometimes mothers are listening and they're doing something else. So if you want to, please come back and listen to this episode again, because you might want to take a few notes. And um, there are some words and phrases that I use that you might be thinking, oh, I would kind of change it to to um, suit the way I would speak. And that kind of gives a better idea. And sometimes those words can be used if you're not used to it already as a reminder. So put it on a post-it note, put it on your fridge, put it on your mirror and say, well, I know I'm facing this fearful situation, but I know I can do it because, okay. Now the fourth part is the physical. Now that's the one that we can easily do. And this comes from a bit of research as well. 
Sometimes when we are faced with fear, there, of course, there's a high level of release of cortisol. The hormones are raging. Oh my goodness, run, run, fight or freeze. And you're there in the headlights and you can't really make a difference. You can decide to shift that. Cortisol is up. Adrenaline is up. You can decide to shift that. And that can just be a physical stance. Physically, you can change your stance. There are these um, ways of positioning yourself that are called power poses. Power poses are powerful. I mean, seriously. How many of you watched maybe um, a superhero movie? I am a lover of sci-fi superhero movies. So if you've watched Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Supergirl, you know, all those superheroes. So you just think about them and you think, hmm, there are certain stance that they kind of take it, especially pretty much all the time, but especially when they're facing the foe. Put your hands on your hips. The idea is you have an open stance. You fill up space because when you're terrified, you tend to shrink. You tend to bend over. You tend to bow your head. But when you are moving in power, you are stood up, chest out, okay, shoulders back, sometimes hands on your hips, sometimes you're going like that. And sometimes you're actually just, you know, lifting your head. That pose, the power pose, it has been shown to reduce the level of cortisol circulating within you, increase the level of testosterone, increase your ability to take risks, to take action on things that you might be terrified about or things that might have made you stuck in the past just by changing your physical stance. Imagine that. This is something we all can do. And so I'm going to challenge you today to pick, and this is a fun challenge, okay? You can do it with your kids. And that's what I love about this show is that you can listen with your children and then go ahead and say, hey, let's do this together. So you can decide, okay, we've heard about power poses today. What's your power pose? What's my power pose? How can we use this power pose? So I want you to perhaps think of what your power pose you want it to be. It might just be you looking like that or putting your hands up or some people go with all their, you know, they feel great and their fist bumps in the air and they're so excited that their power pose, whatever that is for you. Okay. So do that with your kids. It's going to be fun. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. So please share this with other mothers because fear it's there. We can't kick it out. It's going to always come every now and again. And handling it in a way that it serves us is so important in a way that it does not destroy harm or distort our well-being is so important and so it's been an absolute pleasure sharing this with you make sure you subscribe to this channel make sure you share this with other people and please leave a review let me know what you think and most importantly tell me your power pose i am dr denny i am the award-winning mom empowerment coach i'm a family doctor international speaker and your host on the well-being for mothers show and until next time i ask that you stay well mm -hmm.